This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. With escalating tension in the Vegas sector, the whole Confederation is on a knife edge. Will these unprovoked attacks continue? Will the diplomatic probes be successful? We can only hope... I regret to report that all diplomatic avenues with the Kilrathi have been exhausted. It is now clear they have no interest in coexisting with us or any other race. It is my sad duty to inform you that as of 6 a.m. this morning, we are formally at war with the Kilrathi. God help us all. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 94, and tonight we are talking about Wing Commander. Woohoo! I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Chad Kilrathy Gangbang Evans. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> I take one week off, and that's what that's one. what I get. One week. One. 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 Okay. You one can't. One. You know. <laughs> Yay! Chad's here. Yay! Uh, and cool. I do not. I'll, you will be happy to know I do not have sounds this week. Oh. Oh. I call bull. Uh, I, I don't know if or do li- I? Uh, I don't know. If, we'll have to read the email. To, I'll read it to you off air, Chad. The email we got last week. Um, I heard it from oh from it's AOL, Jeff. Yeah. Yes. From last week. Yeah. 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 It's still downloading, but that's okay. Uh, Corny, <laughs> it, it's unstable, and we're going to jump it, Logan. Always, man. It's great to be here. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. Now I get the joke. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> you did that earlier, and I didn't get it, but now I do. Um, and Sam, You're welcome. Uh, Sam, that joke also I was gonna try to set up is like this is what Corny says every time he he comes to a like a ramp with the General Lee. <laughs> this is unstable, and we're gonna jump it because <laughs> it has turbo. Actually, I would have I would have accepted that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sam, you say rapier, I say viper vector. Oh, uh, you know, Sean. <laughs> If you and I were on the same ship and you crash landed on the uh, on the runway, <laughs> I would I would be pleased. I, I want you to know that I would be the one controlling the dozer, scraping you up and pushing <laughs> you out of the space. That's, Just so you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. And and yeah. for whatever reason, I'll fall down. Right <laughs> when you push yeah. me off, I'll fall down yeah. instead of <laughs> instead of floating Float off into space, <laughs> like actual space would work. And instead of the crash just sitting on the deck, it would actually bounce and float away. Yeah. <laughs> Physics. Good job, guys. Um, <laughs> pissed me off so much. Um, so let's pull up a comfy chair, a captain's chair with big seat belts that come across the shoulders and dive in. Um, this is 1999's Wing Commander. Um, uh, I was getting texts about from, from the guys saying, who picked this movie? And I, I take the blame on that one. 
this was one of those movies that I had seen a while ago, and for some reason I thought was actually okay. Um, but he was, he was he was high at the time. He must have been. Better. Yeah, some, something like that. Or uh, uh, that actually might be pretty accurate. That might be one of the ones like I watched when I was on. Um, uh, pain medicines for your back? No, pain medicines for uh, when I had my wisdom teeth pulled. Oh, okay. Because uh, I watched back in '99. Uh, well, I did that in 2001. Um, because that was also the same year that, that, that was, that was the same experience where I watched Battlefield Earth and thought that that was a good movie. But again, highly, highly medicated because I have since watched it and realized what a (laughs) horrific film that is. That's like saying Thor is the best movie ever made. (laughs) We're talking about you, Lejeune. No. Called a guy out and doesn't even listen to the show. I love it. I'll have to make sure he uh, he reads it or listens to this episode. Um, oh my gosh. Um, I've I've it's lost. It's funny because it. it's true. Yeah, well, that's true. No, no. Battlefield Earth is is uh, positively one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, and I have seen a lot of shit films for this podcast. So. Um, yeah. Wait, this film came out in 1999. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't think so, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Speak, Chad. Breathe. <laughs> this came out after A. Star Wars. B. Jurassic Park. C. I, short Circuit. And <laughs> short Circuit. How'd you get there? Okay. And no, the I graphics in those in those three films are so much better. I don't know if there's yeah. it. are there any graphics in Short Circuit? That's all practical. I don't, I, just the 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 robot. Yeah, okay. the robot itself. I, the animatronics of the robot are better than the computer generated effects in this movie. There is a there is a reason why the meta score of this is twenty one out of a hundred. <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway, moving movie? on. What is this movie? What's Wing Commander, Chad? Wing Commander is Blair, a fighter pilot, joins an interstellar war, for some reason, to fight the evil Kelrathi, who are trying to destroy the universe, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> really don't know. And they're cat-like creatures. And cats, that's, destroy and the world. cats are evil. That's right. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, thank you, Chad. Um, y- you're right. There's there's a whole lot of conv- like that intro that I played is as much backstory as we get. It's basically <laughs> that there are these people that explore the universe, and all of a sudden, this one guy goes, "Hey, what is that?" And then it kills them, which happens again later in the movie, which made me laugh. <laughs> um, and then, and all of a sudden, they're at war with these with these aliens, these cat aliens, and yeah. and we're not sure why. They're just evil for reasons. Um. I guess, I guess in the '90s, I guess it's just black and white enough that you just have a bad guy and he just tries to kill you for whatever reason. Um, for what it's worth, Chad, to your point, this movie came out literally released like three weeks before The Matrix. That makes me sad. It makes me sad so the, too. So the scene in the dining room <laughs> yeah. of the slow mo cam that actually beat The Matrix to it. That actually beat The Matrix by wow. three weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah, in the Matrix, it was like, oh my God, look at this. Right. Um, yeah. And and so when I saw it this time, and then and knew that watching it, I was like, I'm kind of impressed, actually. 
that this that someone suggested to do that. The big difference is that, that in this scene, it only lasted like one and a half seconds. Yeah. You know, and then the Matrix, they do it longer, but they do it more. And um, a little more stylistically. Yeah. And within the theme of the entire movie. Right. And it had a point because that was the only time that they did it. Because every other time that they did jumps, they just cut to a black screen. Yeah. It was just cut to black and then boom, there he is. There was never any of these freeze moments. So they blew their entire budget on that one scene. Um, anyway, to the point of the show, or the, or the back to the script of the show, Chad, had, let yes. me ask this question. Had anyone seen this before today besides me? No. Nope. Nope. All right, this will be great then. Um, Chad. Yes. Um, I went into this movie thinking, wasn't this a video game at one point? Mm-hmm. And as we all know damn good and well... <laughs> That movies made after video games will 99.9 times out of 100 suck ass. (laughs) This has been foretold to us by our ancestors. Written down on the tablet that Moses brought down and accidentally dropped. That was one of the the 15 commandments. That was that was 11 through 15. You mean that 10, on 10 commandments. Yes. <laughs> so going with that, and they actually made three of these, if I'm not mistaken. They made three video games. Not three video movies. games, that's right. Oh, okay, you worried me there for a second. I was like, they made three movies? <laughs> yes, they made three video games. And the video games weren't bad, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, but in either way, I, I went in with a... Uh, with an open mind, and um, I kind of I bought the okay, we're at war. I get it, I get it. That's fine. This was on Sega CD. Oh, it was oh, on God. Sega CD. You, know, you wow. guys remember that? Oh, that was like a. Do you say no, Chad or Sam? No, I oh, remember. No, I remember it. it. Okay. Yeah. Now the graphics that... look kind of, kind of. Sorry, I know I'm com- completely overstepping what you're talking about, Chad. Actually, the graphics, they kind of look not that bad for Sega. You know what I'm saying? Sega! Anyway. <laughs> oh, it was also... Oh, wait, never mind. All right, all right, continue, Chad. I'm sorry. Totally interrupted okay. you. Um, where was I going? Oh, yeah. Um, the One of the biggest things that I had about this movie, why were all of the ships that could move in 360-degree radius... Up, down, left, right, and a Z, you know, the Z axis and all that fun stuff in three dimensional space. Why did they have torpedoes? <laughs> Why were they all submarines except for that one spot where we're going to broadside them just like a pirate ship yeah, would? Like ships, yeah. Well, to, to answer your question, Chad, which I know is kind of a rhetorical question, I'm looking at screenshots from the video game. They actually have screenshots of them doing that, where the ships would actually come beside each other and broadside each other. That's part of the game. Hmm. So, uh, and and they have a screenshot here of the cats. They actually kind of look like the like like someone you would see as the like a nemesis to Lionel. Snarf, snarf, Lionel. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, anyway, 
So uh, that actually uh, answers your question, maybe, Chad. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess the, yeah, the question didn't technically answer. Why do they still do it? I don't really know the answer to that other than that's what they did in the video game. So to stay true to the video game, that's what they did. Well, I understand that. Um, if I actually like the video game, I might you know feel differently about that. But um, the other thing, it was like the whole thing took place... On it, obviously it took place on Earth, but the whole concept of you know the 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 planes, not the the ships that they were flying, the the single the the single the, the vipers planes, or the the rapiers, the, vipers, no, the rapiers or whatever. I keep calling it. them vipers from PSG. Yeah, we'll get to that Vape, in a second. The, the rapiers. rapiers, yeah. Um, the wraiths from Star Crash. Oh, take the rapiers for four thousand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, why was there an eject button or an eject if you only had like an hour of <laughs> air left? What's in the space. point? In space. Why like, not have it have eject? like a homie beacon and send you back to the mothership? Yeah. Yeah. Why not have that? Because we have to have her in peril. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, Chad, you're asking a really great question, and. I'm trying to think in other it's my job and other I space good questions space fighting movies like like in BSG, the eject button actually does that I think doesn't it like it just sends you off into space but you have some time, more than an hour, for the fleet to come get you. An hour doesn't seem yeah. like a very long time. Um. Oh yeah, the, my my first, the first scene in this whole thing. They put this. They put the most important thing. The, the the navigator <laughs> box inside this glass case with no door, but you and can see no it, but you can't get to it. Right. <laughs> so the guy takes a gun, shoots it, no no damage whatsoever, <clears throat> but then goes and hits it and causes it causes scratches. And you, obviously, it's plexiglass because it moves when you hit it. Right. So, it my sense. question, my this is a this is a logical a logical a logical question. Good God, <laughs> I um, like that word. He's turned into Sam. It, I am. <laughs> why? What? Why put the why put the box where you, everybody can see it? And it's like, oh, there it is. That's what they're wanting, but you can't get to it. <laughs> Well, obviously the aliens could get to it. Obviously, but we don't we don't see how. Yeah, I guess Why they, could the people that know how to get to it not get to it? Don't don't you like it in movies when like electronics don't just stop working because the plot needs it to? Oh, the self-destructing doesn't work now. What? Why would that not ever work? Like <laughs> if as long as you have a button and two pieces of copper going into a bomb, it should work. It should never not work. Yeah. But because there was damage on some other portion of the ship, the self-destruct doesn't work now. You're, uh, yeah. Oops, it came. It became disconnected. Sorry. Yeah, I, just, I don't. I never got that. They did that one time in Star Trek, and it kind of pissed me off. I'm like, why would it not work? Your your ship is full of of explosion type explosive devices. It's not exploding. Explodium. But, no, but I'm saying, like, you have a you have a starship full of torpedoes and a warp core. There should never not be an opportunity to blow it up. Anyway. They only did that Even in, in the future, nothing works. <laughs> right. <laughs> what movie is that from? That's a line. Spaceballs. That's it. Thank you. Um, so, 
there you go. Yeah, All that's right. my. Uh, I'll. Uh, I will uh, pause now and let Corny do the talking. All right. <laughs> You're up, Corny. Nope, I'm out. Oh. Okay. Good. Okay. Sam. Sam. Oh. Oh wow. Uh, oh really, Corny? Do you have nothing to say? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna see how far you're gonna let that go. Um, I haven't seen this movie before, and uh, I saw the uh, IMDb um, ranking, and uh, I was a little scared. But um, I, it was—I could see where it gave it uh, the score it gave. But um, <laughs> yeah. uh, for the most part, I mean, it was a—it's a popcorn kind of movie. You watch it, and you don't care about it, and nothing made sense. Um, the rules only applied when they needed to apply, and then you move on. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. No, okay. Uh, had a budget of thirty million dollars, by the way. Good. Um, I'm glad hey. they spent it all on uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s hair. Yeah, it certainly wasn't his acting lessons. Oh God, Sam. Uh, first time watching this mess. I usually love space war type things, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, uh, this was horrible. You know, this, this is one of those that if it was on Saturday afternoon on the sci-fi network, I would switch it off. Um, it's just not good. The writing's bad. This, the design is bad. The physics are bad. The acting is bad. Um, direction is bad. Uh, I mean, even down to the, the Dothraki, not Dothraki. What were they? The kill, the kill Rathi. <laughs> kill Rathi. Dothraki. They, they looked horrible. They absolutely looked horrible. And <laughs> it just, you know, what if they dangled some catnip in front of them? Right. You know, maybe they could distract them into space or something. But uh, so many bad decisions, so many stupid decisions. You know, if if you've got a bulldozer that can can clear the runway, can it like go around it and bulldoze it back into the airlock? Right. No, we don't have time for that. Right. You know, because they're running just, on fumes up there. What are you just, what are you gonna do? Fall out of space? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I it, mean, we've run out of fuel. Okay, we'll just like we'll send a tow cable or something out. Like there's there's other options. Yeah. R two D two can flow you know, float his way over right. and kind of push you back. All right. Yeah, say, this or just, just, uh, just start this, flying it at the ship and let it die. Right. This would be okay if it was a senior project of some lower level audio visual college um, uh, coming out of it. Uh, but I've seen better uh, in terms of those types of projects. Um, it just, I didn't like it. It was stupid. And uh, there, there wasn't a whole lot in here that I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Right. And uh, Freddie Prince Jr. What was he in before this? Uh, well, his big breakout deal is of course, uh, she's all that. Okay. See, um, I hated that movie too. I only liked it because I thought you just don't care about love. About what's because I thought uh, what's her face was really hot. Um, um, yeah. Oh, for, wasn't that uh, Sean Spencer's? Uh, yeah, Sean Spencer's girlfriend in. Uh, um, you know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, you know what? As I've mentioned again, <laughs> um, you know what he reminded of Freddie Prince reminded me of uh, acting wise. What's that scoop? Was some of those guys in Palmetto Point. Yeah, oh, that's kind of he's a, the he, okay, feeling I got. He's a little better than those guys. He's a lot better than those guys. Let me let's be fair. He's better than those guys. But, um, and those who are listening, Palmetto Point is was a short-lived <laughs> series on the 
pa- uh, uh, PAX Network. PAX Network. <laughs> yeah, just IMDb Palmetto Point Network. Yeah, yeah. I, I was and the, and Sean that. was the uh, I was the sound guy. Sound guy on that. He was operating booms under horses and whatnot. Mm. So we, uh, as friends, were obligated to watch a few of the episodes. Yeah. And see how bad the. I have the first episode yeah, on, on cassette tape still. He nice. did. He did. A, I, he did the two. I know what you did last summer movies, and then he did. She's all that, and then this was supposed to be his like big action thing when he did Wing Commander, and oh. it was really bad. So he's like, okay, I'll go back to what I know and did like Boys and Girls and Head Over Heels and Summer Catch. Um, he was on an episode of Friends, and then he did the two Scooby Doo movies, uh, and then since he hit his own TV show called Freddy, he was on Boston Legal for a little bit. And then a bunch of like just shows up for an episode of like Psych and things like that. Uh, his most recent thing though is he's been Kanan Jarrus or Jarrus on Star Wars Rebels, which I really like that show. And he's actually pretty good in that role. He's kind of like the Obi Wan Kenobi archetype in that in that show. But that's more to do with the show than him. Yeah. Um, is that yeah. it? I yeah, I, I just I was not impressed. I'm sorry. No, this is one of the few Sean that I I don't think I've we've seen eye to eye on, in terms of you picking something you like. Well, you know, well, okay, all right. So let me be again. I I kind of say that I picked this because um, I had not seen it in years. I had watched it before a long time ago. It's it's been at least ten years since I've seen it. Probably closer to fifteen. And the scene that I remember most was the scene where Matthew Lillard does that whole stunt where he tries to get, see how close he can get to the Kilrathi fighter before yeah. he shoots it and then gets his girlfriend killed. And then when they do the end with the broadside. And I remember those being kind of cool moments in the movie. So when I went back and watched it this time, I, I, I remember that I, the broadside was still kind of a cool moment, but they, they failed at the execution of it. Like there was still, I think they still could have done that even better. And then, the rest of the movie is confusing and <laughs> and kind of strange and and there's like people's motivations are really weird and the chain of command doesn't make sense and mm-hmm. um, the French guy Serge from the core is just like <laughs> like he's a walking trope you, you know yes. like he he he's the guy that he's the only guy that knows what's happening what. Like, I just, well, that's, that's because he is intelligence. Right, but that, like, I don't know. That just seems wrong. That seems like a, a cheat, you know? He's a pilgrim. Well, yeah, yeah, he's Scott part pilgrim, pilgrim, whatever. He's Scott Pilgrim. Uh, he's versus <laughs> the aliens. Um, Dothraki. Uh, the Kilrathi, not the Dothraki. They don't have horses. <laughs> um, or do they? Well, we didn't see that. <laughs> maybe, maybe the guys working in the back of the ship were horse-faced people. Um, oh, be nice to horse-faced people. Well, you know. Um, that guy from uh, the Medicine Woman, Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Uh, <laughs> wow, well, I, I, I didn't know if you were gonna do like a Sarah Jessica Parker joke there or something. So, oh, oh, well, shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Damn, it. I say nay. Ooh. Oh, oh. Uh, no, but you're right, Sam. This movie sucked. It's terrible. Yes. It's really it's bad. Terrible. Like mm-hmm. I said, the, some like. The, the moments that they had opportunities to do well. So sure, you got bad acting and bad directing. For the, for the most part, let's throw, the, let's throw the director on the bus for a second. So Chris Roberts, thump, thump. who has directed thump, thump. Um, 
His first movie thing he ever directed was Wing Commander 2, Vengeance of the Kilrathi, the video game. And then he did a video game called Strike Commander, and then a video game called Privateer. And then he did the next three Wing Commander video games. And then in 99, he did this movie. The next thing he's directed was this year and Squadron 42. And Have we I, heard about Squadron 42? I don't know, but Mark Hamill <coughs> is the voice um, guy. He's the main actor for the... For Andy Serkis, Gary Oldman, Mark Strong. Oh, oh wow. John Reese davies He's He died. I guess they did the work for it a while ago. Or they're um, just taking his audio from other movies and piecing it together. That could be true. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. There's nothing on IMDb about it. They don't usually have a whole lot of video game stuff. But anyway, um, basically, he had now he's done a lot of producing. He helped produce Lord of War, uh, which is actually good, and The Punisher. Yeah, I kind of like that one. Um, which one? The bad Punisher movie, though. Um, so anyway, the point is, is that. You could tell this guy had no idea what he was doing. He was basically just taking his video game and then putting it to film. Yeah. And it looked real and not bad. well. No, I mean I mean you can tell that this this guy has he's never worked with actors and so he doesn't know how to tell them how to act. Like yeah. the only guy who's acting <coughs> I kind of bought was Serge, I can't remember his name. Um You know I'm talking Frenchie about Frenchie McFrenchison. Um Commodore, oh I can't pronounce his real name. Uh, oh, sorry. Paladin was his name. Was his we'll call him Paladin. That was That's his uh, Taggart, Commodore James Paladin Taggart. We can call him Paladin. That was like, he was the only one I thought was actually doing an okay job of acting. You know, like yeah. like the captain of the ship just seemed he just did angry acting the whole time. You know, <laughs> I and want then, some butts. Right, like that's all he did was just. If you say so, sir, I do say so. Get off my bridge. Go over there. Do this thing. And then you had creepy sidekick to the captain. Like racist creepy sidekick guy. Yeah. With this with strange, grayed out eyebrows. And this strange <laughs> accent that I could never figure out what the hell he was saying. Uh Jurgen Pronchow is his name. Um well, even in his he was in he's from Das Boot. Uh Corny, did you know that he was in Beverly Hills Cop 2? No. Yeah. Um and I will tell you what he was in that in just a second. I just have to get there. Beverly oh. Maxwell Dent was his name. Oh, yeah. Where's Maxwell Dent? Um, <laughs> You'll never see me coming. <laughs> we, went, we went two different uh, franchises <laughs> there. I went Batman and you went Mar uh, the Iron Man. Great. Um, <clears throat> I just... He, his acting was terrible. Um... Matthew Lillard is a terrible actor anyway. Uh, I, I Which think one is he? Shaggy? Shaggy. And the yeah. only reason why he can do well as Shaggy because... He, he looks has, like a stoner? Yeah, he looks like a stoner. He's playing a stoner opposite a cartoon dog. Like, that role was meant for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway. Um, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Sorry, Chad. So that, I guess that's the end of my little intro thing, Sam. Basically, my point is is that yes. this movie was awful. Yes. But I, I tried to have a good time with it as best as I could. You know, I was like trying to laugh at some moments. And then I realized it's like I just spent most of the movie just being confused. <laughs> you know, like, again, why are the Kilrathi evil? We don't know. They're just, they're just bad. 
How come the pilgrims were imbued with the they force? They were too with, long, man. Like, I, they, 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 they got the innate gift of direction. Right. Like, which is the dumbest superpower ever. Right. I know how to map quasars. Okay. Um, like that's only useful in space. You know that, right? Well, we're we're you know like, I don't know. I thought, but 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 why? Like, why does that? What? I just that doesn't make sense either. Just because you said it with a cool French accent doesn't make I'm gonna buy it. Um, some other stuff I was really confused about. Um, like why did they go to war then? Did they have to? Right, like. Because th- when he said they got they lost their humanity, I'm like, oh, they made Reavers, they turned into Reavers. Oh, nice. You I was know? actually gonna, I was actually thinking that the the um, Kilrathi were uh, pilgrims. Yeah, I thought maybe something like that was gonna happen, but no, there which was which would no... make more sense, I guess, in terms of why you would hate them. Right, but don't but don't make them cat people. But again, they they have to go off the video game. That's why I just wondered, like, if we played the video game, would we know? backstory that mattered but here's the thing Probably. you know we talk about other movies this way as well yeah you have to take the movie on its own merit right and if you do it in this movie it's dumb right the merit is stupid and i just don't know i mean i i, I it would be interesting if any of us played that type of thing but i don't i don't no. think any of us have done wing commander no i mean i played those types of games but i didn't the thing is this sam to your exact point is yeah. We have we do that for this show, we this podcast, we have to take what we're given in front of us. Yeah. Like Star Trek 09. You don't have to have ever seen one bit of Star Trek previous to enjoy that movie and to kind of get what's going on because JJ does a pretty good job of explaining things out in this standalone movie. And then he throws a couple little bones at you, like with the little triple here and the little thing over there for the for the people like oh, me that have watched the movies and the shows and stuff, and we go, oh, that's yeah. kind of funny. Oh, look at that. That's cute. You know, stuff like that. But that movie is a standalone vehicle in itself. Whereas I felt like this, you had to have played the game to get stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that's wrong. Like, like I, this almost felt like fan fiction. Like, he only directed this movie for <laughs> fans of the video game, you know? Yeah. And I think he but, failed. But, but in fairness... Okay. But in fairness, whenever you do that with Star Trek, and granted, Star Trek is far more popular and more well known, it's still the same concept that if you didn't watch the stuff, you know, you you missed a little nugget. Maybe too much of this movie dealt on those little nuggets that you got from a video game. Maybe that was. Well, I mean, I'm, but I'm talking about the nuggets are like when in the background when when we meet Scotty in the 09 movie. In the background, there's a triple. Like yeah. you don't know what a triple is because you've not seen Trouble with Tribbles, Sam. You don't know what a triple is. You just know. It's oh a, yeah, I do. I've well, seen. I've not seen that one, but I know. Of but triples. you kind of know what it is. But let's just pretend yeah. you didn't know they're, that they're, they're reproducing little balls of fur. Yeah, it's a space they're, furry. But but space furry. But for me, I'm like, ah, oh, look, there's a. But whatever. But that's like you said, corny. That's a that's a little thing. This was like, why are the bad guys evil? You know what I'm saying? Like Good that's point. a yeah. big thing. You know what like, we I, what did we do to piss them off so bad? Right. And why are they trying to destroy... Apparently it's, been... <laughs> Apparently it's being racist. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. We're racist. That actually that makes sense. You know, yeah, at least, you know, the bugs and Starship Troopers had a reason to come after us. Right. The, resources. The, the bugs in uh, Ender's Game had a reason to go after them. Yeah, that one was for resources. I think the bugs and Starship Troopers was... 
Um, I thought it was purely self-defense. I think it was self-defense. Mm. Like you know, I like, think we went first or we struck first, and then yeah, I always kind of yeah. felt like that was that was our war that we started. <laughs> yeah, really? us as in humans. Yeah. Um, which makes sense with the the theme of the of that movie of that movie. Yeah. yeah. But these, you know, there is no reason I, right. for this. I, I'm trying to think of other movies where, like, where you have the, the you know, like the bad guy has a reason. Yeah. You know, like I'm trying to think of my other favorite, and, and, and sticking in this genre, like The Last Starfighter is one of my favorite movies. I don't think I put it in my top ten. Maybe I did. I can't remember. But <laughs> but the bad guy was a was the banished son of the president of the of the universe, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was a revenge story, plain and simple. I'm going to kill you all because I hate you. Like, at least that makes sense. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's you know what I'm saying? Like, why are well, they... Well, what about, so, what about uh, Khan in Star Trek? Same thing. He's in, in, in the second movie, not, not Into Darkness, but in Star Trek II Wrath of Khan, he is bent on revenge. It's a revenge story. But did we? It's been a while since I watched that with you. In in that Star Trek, did it mean? Did you have to watch the show to understand? The, you know, watch the, the Star Trek show and not the Star Trek movie. I. You yeah, know what I mean? Did well, you have I'm, to see I'll the show it, to understand Khan's motivation? I'll put it to you this way: I watched the movie long before I watched that episode of Star mm. Trek, and I got it. You know, in the movie, they explain. You know, who is this Khan? Well, he's a man that we that he rescued and then yeah. he tried to take over the ship. They 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 do the whole backstory in one sentence. You know? Yeah. Kirk was your host and you tried to steal his ship and murder him. And then he left you here on City Alpha 5 and then like so we know why. And they they yeah. do it all in like real concise um they don't drag it out, which I thought was really great of Nicholas Meyer to do, the director of that particular sorry, film. Smacked a microphone. Well, and then um, you've got all your other kinds of movies that, you know, like Jurassic Park. The, the dinosaurs have real no motivation other than hunger to kill. Right. Um, they're li- the Ghost in the Darkness. You know, there's something weird about those lines, but it's pretty much they're enjoying killing people. Right. So. So. Who knows? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's exactly. What, maybe maybe the, you hit the, the nail <laughs> on the head, Sam. Is that they just enjoy killing. Yeah, they're, they're cat people and they like messing things up. Yeah, they, they're going to take us our dead bodies home and put it on the the doormat of the house of their master. Of their master, yeah. <laughs> Earth is just a big shiny ball for them to play with. <laughs> Look what I've brought for you. Now worship me. Right. We could have beat them with a single laser pointer. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you're going to love this tie-in. For all intents and purposes, that's what Freddie Prince Jr. did. He yeah. went towards the big shiny ball of light that happened to have a Federation beacon, right? They yeah. chased after him at full speed like a dumb cat would. And then when he <laughs> hit the brakes and went behind them, they're like, oh, hit wait, that's not the fleet. He'll fly, he'll fly right by. Exactly. He, he, he pulled a Tom Cruise. There's two moments of the of, of Tom Cruise yes. in this. Oh, I'll go inverted. <laughs> anyway, so he pulls the brakes right and they crash into a quasar. Like, yeah. What? That was so dumb. That pissed That's me so off. That's so crazy. Too. That pissed me off. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Like, Thanks, Sam. That, now, one I thing it. I'll give the credit to. Did you notice that when the alien cats talked, it, it first translated in their script, and then it over, over 
translate it with English. Do you guys oh, yeah. notice yes. that? Yeah. I thought that was clever. Good job. You got one point. <laughs> um, you did one thing well. I actually thought the ships, the battleships looked kind of cool. But again, that's See, I not... just thought they looked dumb. I thought they were uh, battleship, Battlestar Galactica knockoffs. That's what they were. I mean, ooh, hi, hey, Molly. Like, Sorry. like that's what this whole thing to me is, and that was kind of the joke I was going to is that 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 was your intro, Sam. Your middle name. You say yeah. rape your eyes. Say viper because that's what the ships in Battlestar Galactica were called, vipers. Like, Battlestar is a better show, and they did it better. You know, scramble the vipers, and they all. They all fly out. And in that show, they scramble like 40 or 50. This one, it was like six. You know, it, it always seemed it always seemed very small. Uh, and space torpedoes seemed real dumb too. Chad, to your Especially point. Especially with, with, with smoke coming out of them. Yeah, yeah. And they were really slow moving. And like, I'm surprised that they don't always just have vip- or, ugh, vipers. Rapiers just kind of flying around in case a torpedo comes. They can just go shoot it. Because it seemed really slow. Like the only one that gave them that girl had a hard time because they kept cloaking and uncloaking, um, which seemed like really <laughs> bad technology. Why does it have to uncloak to regain radar? Shouldn't it pick it up one time and then just you're good? Didn't uh, you didn't the uh, uh, Klingon uh, birds? Of- you there? Hello, guys. Yes. Ooh, that was a big hiccup. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you were asking Corny the question of did the Klingon <laughs> birds of prey have to decloak to fire? Uh, it's kind of the same thing. You know? right, that and was that's in Star Trek 2, right? Well, it's in any of the Star Treks. Um, yes. But it's not in Star Trek 2. The Klingons aren't in, in that, that one. Except for that one where they figured out how to do it without. In the sixth movie, yeah. The one that we watched for this episode yeah. or for this podcast. Um, that was the thing they had to decloak to fire. But that was, I mean, that's. I don't know. That seemed. That know. makes sense because in any video game, if you move while cloaked, a lot of times you become uncloaked. But this true. wasn't. But this wasn't because it was, this wasn't because it was moving, right? It would it would be cloaked while it was moving and then uncloak to engage its radar and then cloak again. So I guess. But then again, after you did it the first time, it should just stay cloaked. That's the point. That's my point. Ah. Once you've gained radar lock on this thing, then you should just be cloaked until you hit your target. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, it didn't make Maybe it was st- malfunctioning. The only thing we I can... all know this stuff doesn't work in the future. Yeah, we do know that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Maybe or it, it works too well, hence the bulletproof uh, navigational device. Right. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Um, I'm picking apart a really bad movie that they. Well, know my it. my big question, and I was confused on the uh, they were hiding in the crater, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the Dothraki were flying overhead <laughs> and <laughs> were dropping nuclear bombs into each crater mm-hmm. they why didn't they get blown up it's the it's so basically what they needed to do is they needed um we, we've already kind of established that these are basically giant submarines in space that can launch fighters right mm-hmm. that's basically what they we've, we've established so that's mm-hmm. what they're doing they're hiding on the bottom of the ocean and they're they're death charging them right depth charging them. right that's all that was sam is oh. that they were getting nearly near hits with the depth charges, and we needed a little U five seven one action. Which is, oh, okay. See, I was taking it as they were obliterating each crater just in case. No, they because they couldn't. They obviously didn't have the ability to look out the window and see a ship on the you know down there apparently. But, but yet their fighters did. Yeah, I don't know. It it, it seemed. 
it seemed like a strange way to to get these the effect that they wanted to, and that is to have them hide so they can get depth charged for a little bit. <laughs> um, U five seven one that depth charge scene that they do is is actually really great because it's yeah. kind of intense and a little scary. Um, what those those men had to go through during World War II and other. Um, yeah, like saving Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? I'll go with that. Um, you ready for your first clip of really bad acting? Sure. Please. Here please. we go. What is this thing? This thing is a distortion in space-time. Pilgrims were the first to chart it. It's charted. Why is it off limits? Because it's unstable. It's unstable? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's unstable. We're going to jump it? That's right. <laughs> you damn right. Um, so here's another thing I was confused about. And so you guys can help me out, right? So in that scene, right, they're flying. They're somewhere in space, right? Yep. And they need them to deliver the message via R2-D2 to, um, to the other battle group, right? Yep. Right. So... So they're somewhere in space, right? They they just they're they're way over there, and then they use this quasar at Beacon One Four Seven, and then they do the jump, and then they show up and they're in space. So then, why at the end of the movie, when he jumps through into Earth space, he uses Beacon One Four Seven to do that game of chicken slash cat and mouse kind of gag? Are we saying that they were near Earth? Does that are, are you guys as confused as I was? And if they were near Earth, if they were near Earth, why, where, where was that, like, the, the big, the, 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 I can't even talk, good God. <laughs> the pulsar, or whatever the thing is that killed the other Dothraki, <laughs> that he just kind of, you know. Was that clo- close to Earth? I'm 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 very confused. Yeah, I am too. That's what was so strange. It's like he's like, oh, they're gonna come to Earth space. Oh, look, there's that beacon. I'll go towards it, and then it'll follow me. And 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 he, of course, he's banking on back to this thing. He's banking betting on the fact that these cat things are really stupid and would just <laughs> chase him blindly. Um, but I was always because as soon as that happened, I'm like, wait a minute, is, is is that are we saying that quasar is near Earth? So then why? I'm confused, you know. So like, I don't, I don't know. I, again, I understand that they wanted to bring back the thing from earlier in the movie, but then that means you're telling me that they were near Earth. So if they were so near Earth and could jump through there, then wouldn't it have been easier to send the other battle group there, just back through that same jump point to join the the fleet at Earth, or? Mm-hmm. My, my, I don't know. Maybe I just, I don't know. Whatever. Mm. I'm going to hurt myself. Um, so I'm going to just read this instead. Two drowsies on your tail. One above, one below. You got five, maybe ten seconds. Clock's ticking. What do you do? Simple. I go vertical and inverted. Do a 180 at full throttle. Apply brakes. And drop them behind it. Bang. Not fast enough. Yeah. Good job, Maverick. <laughs> it's just bad. It's just bad. He's not. It's bad acting, and it's a. It's bad dialogue. Whatever. 
In fact, I would have actually appreciated it more if he literally would have just said, I'm going to hit the brakes and they'll fly right by. At least that way you're just stealing the exact line. Yeah, you know? right. I mean, you might as well. I'll hit these space brakes and they'll fly right by. There, it's a little different. Whatever. Because um, if you just add space in front of everything, it makes it so much cooler. Yeah, it's like when you... Uh, like put, Space Australia. Yeah, or... Um, space Australia. <laughs> we get it! You're from You're space! From space. <laughs> <laughs> or um, when you have lasers. Now, we, we can't just hit them with a whip. We have to hit them with a laser whip. Laser. I really wish that episode had worked. Um... Uh, balls. You got balls. You should see them. <laughs> Mine are bigger. Now, I've been told size doesn't matter. She lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been told size doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> That's what everyone in the back goes, oh, you know, it's oh, snap. Oh, my God. So dumb. Um, two pilots showing off nearly kill people. Good job. <laughs> You know, like when they're doing that thing where they come in really hot and then she does like a flip in the space dock, whatever, like. Yeah. And almost kills half the, the flight crew. Right. Yeah. Like real military, you're in the brig. Yeah. You're done. Like, you're grounded. I don't care if you're in war. You almost killed people for no reason oh. other than you were doing a dick measuring contest. Although I will say that I was hoping to see that one guy drinking coffee. When he's coming in hot, yeah, and he drops uh, permission to come in hot. No, uh, you're not. You're not negative. Negative. Uh, whatever. Ne- negative. Is. Ghost Rider. You're... Is this his name Nugget or something? Isn't that what she kept no, calling him? Dumbass! Or? Don't do that. Right. No, this is where, space. Where was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be that commander, but she was like the worst commander ever. Let's just be fair, <laughs> okay? Here's, here's I do not like her question. as an actress, by the way. What? Here's another question. Why? In space, why do you have to have a runway? <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> you just, you, just <laughs> you don't need one. Is the point? You're coming in too hot. Premise, hit space brakes. The whole premise of the runway is that your pl- the plane can get can get up to speed to where the speed the speed of the air going over the top of the yeah. Yeah, for lift. It's aerodynamics. It causes lift. Right. You don't need that. You don't. You don't. Open the door and shove them out. Well, oh, (laughs) fine. And that's the thing. Again, that's the thing that they do so well in Battlestar Galactica. That the that the it was not a runway. The ships are literally like like the um the torpedoes were. They're just in tubes. They just get launched out the side of the the ship, so that when they exit the ship, they're at full velocity. So they can go into attack formation, right? And then when they're done, they come in. It's just the, the it's just it's not a runway. It's just the space. You just you fly in and then you stop because that's what spaceships can do. And then you just land where you need to. And then the flight crews come in and move them. Just and like that was like BSG back from the '60s and '70s or whatever it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like just there's there's no reason for that, Chad. You're a hundred percent right, but. I don't the know. only thing, the only redeeming factor I could, I think, could be claimed from this is that the artificial gravity of the ships had some direct influence <clears throat> over that. But then there's no air in space, right? So it, it, it just there's no it reason why they couldn't all of them come together like real nice and easy, and then just slowly float into that that dock. There was yeah. no reason for them to come in. It was like Chad. The only way it would have been better. And by better, I mean way worse, is if it actually had a hook. 
like an aircraft carrier. Oh, oh yeah. If they yeah. come in and a giant like laser hook comes up and catches it and slows it down, and then they all cheer. That that's the only way that could have been better. <laughs> or uh, and whenever it lands, you hear. Well, they didn't have wheels. It was just it was metal skid. It was metal. Oh, I know. I'm just saying this would have been funny. That can't the, be uh... efficient. <laughs> just so dumb. Just so dumb. Um, why did the wreckage fall down? That still makes me really whatever. Um, and I mentioned this earlier. Why is Serge the only smart one on that boat? Why is he the only one? Like these are military guys. That kind of that kind of pisses me off in movies. I think I've said this before. When we're making the assumption that these men have been career guys, right? If he's commanding a ba- a, a ship like this, that guy is obviously done. He's done well for himself, right? He's proven himself in the military and whatever. And then all of a sudden, he's making all these bad decisions, and then Serge comes in, and he's like, you're all wrong. This is what we need to do. I have this ring to prove it. Okay. I... <laughs> whatever. You have a ring? Right. Have a ring. <laughs> and wouldn't it have been just easier for him to just pull out his creds in that, in that moment instead of doing the whole fake thing with the ring? Well, maybe like, his creds were on his junk. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, What's the point in later on having him to have to then whip his dick out and say, no, you need to listen to me and this is why? Like, If he knew that the idea at the beginning of that mission was a bad idea, then why did he agree to do it only then to not do it? It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like you, are you guys following what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. Well, you know, there's a certain point where you, you I'm picking you up take, what you're laying down. You take the movie as it comes, and you realize there are some stupid plot pits. You, you, there, there has to be. Some oh, stupid very sad. Yeah. Oh. But when you start piling them on and piling and piling and piling, there's no reason to do that, and that's just sloppy writing. Yeah, it is. I just what I mean, what? you take the good, you take the bad, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> wow. I just the it, facts of life. I don't know. I just it it just kind of hurts me to think that that there's that there's no one on set asking these questions. You know, it just yeah. Well, why why do we have why is there a runway? Well, the video game had a runway. Okay. That video game was made in 1989. So, okay, fair point. But still, it's not like we didn't have a concept of what space was like then anyway. That's um, true. I don't know. Like, I can, I can forgive things that were like books that were written before space was yeah. Like the old Edward Burroughs stuff. Right, or um, like Orson Welles stuff or whatever. Like, like... We didn't. They didn't know what that stuff was, and so it was a weird mystery and things like that, like the Flash Gordon garbage. You know, it just. Whoa. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Joe Pesci. Uh, uh. This is twenty-five seconds long. I can't remember what it is. So just it, all I wrote is Pilgrims. I don't. I don't know what I mean by that. But anyway. Scott Pilgrim. Yep. For five centuries. Oh yeah. This this something. They embraced space, and for that, they were rewarded with the gift of a flawless sense of direction. They could feel the magnetic fields created by quasars and black holes, negotiate singularities, navigate not just the stars, but space-time itself. Right? This is dumb. It is dumb. Like I said before, it's the, it's the worst superpower ever. Basically, you're a, you're a compass. 
Here's the other thing. If the pilgrims were born with this ability, right, then how did they lose the war? <laughs> like, wouldn't Because that... it's a dumb superpower. It is a dumb superpower. You know, you have Wolverine over there, <laughs> indestructible with claws, and you've got Pilgrim on the other side saying, North! I don't North. need a roadmap! <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> I'm pretty got... sure he'd get tore up. I got GPS. What about the whales? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can do uh, directions better than you. Ha yeah. ha! Pow pow! You're dead. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's until Professor X goes. Well, you can do directions, but I I know exactly where to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this part made me laugh. Security check Alpha Two. Nothing to report in this quadrant. Everything looks a okay. Wait. What the? <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> Wait. What the? Like. But it wasn't even a surprise about that. It was li- literally he was reading a card. Yeah. He was like, wait, what <laughs> oh, the? Oh, there, there is something on my right. What the? Pow. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad. I think it would have been better if he said, uh, what the explosion happens. Yeah. Oh, I'm not supposed to read that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm right, sorry. right, right. <laughs> he actually makes a noise with his mouth. There we go. Wait, Bang, what the? Pew, pew, Um... <laughs> this this is another trope, you know. Um, well, you'll you'll hear it's a trope, but not that one. Um, <laughs> this one. I still have a responsibility to this crew, Commodore. Excuse my bluntness, but if you think I'm going to let my men be flown into combat by a rogue and a half breed, you're sadly mistaken. He really is a good guy once you get to know him. That's so bad. <laughs> like. I know the joke is there, and Chad, you you chuckled, but I think you chuckled for the wrong reasons. Like the the reason, because <laughs> it's so bad. You just wait a minute. You just call you're, you you just admitted to being racist. You yep. you know what I'm saying? Like you called him a half breed and you a rogue pilot. I'm the freaking like like commandant of the navy or whatever, and you just insulted me with your weird accent. And but it's okay because you said forgive me for being blunt. That's like saying bless his heart, and then you insult him. It's those um, gray eyebrows. They they they, tr- they put people in a trance. Um, and I was also confused. Did the captain die? Did yeah, I think get, he did. Like, he got bonked in the <laughs> noggin, and then he's dead. Uh, he's like medic, but uh, just uh, go ahead and put him on the uh, runway, and we'll just shove him out with right. the. Uh... Like, should there have been something? That's the captain of the ship. Get the bulldozer out. We got it, another one. It just <laughs> seems so weird. Uh, captain Kirk's dead. Whatever. We got to keep moving on. There's things happening. What? I don't know. Whatever. Um, this was the last one I wrote. Oh, I, I captured that wrote. This is one I captured because you want this is some bad acting, guys. Okay, you ready for this? This is six seconds seconds of horrific acting. I made it! <laughs> she held together. I love this baby. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what that reminded me of? <laughs> You have to think back in your brains. And, Chad, I know you've put this one out of your mind. But in Star Crash, you remember when they're trying to get away from the space cops at the beginning of the movie? And they go, ha-ha, we made it. Like, that's what that reminded me of. Oh, Axon. Right? Uh, Axon, fly directly to your forehead. Um, That's so bad. So bad. Um, Don't get cocky, kid. Right. Uh, What? Oh, here's the other thing I was also confused about. Um, so usually in these types of movies, except for Starship Troopers, that's like the 
the only one in which I, I think this goes against. Usually the villain has the upper edge in the technology-wise, right? Independence yeah. Day, we had to win because we had to outthink them. You know, and Battlestar Galactica, we had to out nerve them and outgrit them but they had better technology along with more well, even but even starship troopers that we they could outbug us right well they that's that's more. just that's just straight numbers that's a numbers yeah. game that's like 50 you know 500 bugs to one dude yeah. uh, that's what i'm saying like they did not technology us we had to out technology them but in this didn't it seem like we had better tech like way better technology <laughs> than they did you know what i'm saying like yeah. like eight of their torpedoes damages the shield two of ours blows up a destroyer <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like they they come up to do a broadside and they're shooting those green lasers and they're bouncing off the shields they even drop shields and they're okay to do the broadside which completely destroys that ship so my note is how are we losing this war <laughs> And is They're it cats? Is it a number? Maybe we're thing? allergic. <laughs> In space, everyone is allergic. Um, I, I I guess that what my point is is that is it a numbers game? Like, are we losing because they just they have? It's like the um, the Formix and Ender's game. Like the technology, they're actually pretty much on par with what we have. Eventually, at the beginning of the movie, the beginning of the story, they out technology and outnumber us. We had to again out. Think them. strategize them and think them yeah um anyway i thought that was dumb uh tropes i wrote all problems were solved with uh, with booze yeah uh the i can't always be there trope <laughs> um the showing off gets someone killed the hard decision you know like sam said he pushed me off the runway for some reason uh and <laughs> the you don't even have to be dead <laughs> i'm just gonna push you off the runway <laughs> The uh, I'm never going with to visit a aircraft carrier with you. Oh, let's go. Let's go visit Battleship North Carolina. It's, that's a battleship. It's not an aircraft carrier. I don't care. There's not a runway there you, for you. You can fly you. off of that thing. Well, but you can throw me off. <laughs> There's no air. I mean, like the USS Yorktown's down in Charleston. That's an aircraft carrier. So. Technically, they have a plane on that battleship. But it's not. A, it's a launching plane. It's a search plane. And then what they yeah. do is it lands in the water, and then they crane and pick it back up. So does it have an airplane on it? Yes, but it's not a runway. So technically, it's no. A, there's it, no technology. Oh, no, wait a second. Wait a second. Is Here it, it is. Car Is it carrying an aircraft? Yes, but it's not an aircraft. So carrier. it would be considered an aircraft carrier. No, you would be Chad. considered a moron. <laughs> I'm agreeing with Sean. Yeah, oh, uh, Sam is a moron. On. Yeah. Come on. What do you mean, come on? No. It hey, uh, hey, uh, Navy. I know you've been doing this this for the last hundred years, but since. Yeah. Uh, those battleships technically have helicopters on them. They now need to be called aircraft carrier. You don't have to call them an aircraft carrier, but technically they carry aircraft. Therefore, they would be an aircraft carrier. No. <laughs> you can't. I'm done with you, Sam. <laughs> the, the bridge explodes. No, it doesn't. Um, they also did the why didn't you tell me you didn't ask joke. Uh, that always pisses oh, yeah. me off. I don't know why. The, the Star Trek ship would be a, a uh, aircraft carrier as well. The Star Trek ship? Yeah. What do you mean, the Star they, Trek They've ship? got those little modules that bring people down places. You talking about, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> fine. I'm okay. So, so, so it, it would be the USS Aircraft Carrier <laughs> Enterprise. Well, no. USSAC... No, it's e. it's just the USS Enterprise, and it's a spaceship. 
No, it's also an aircraft carrier. I mean, it doesn't. Are shuttles aircraft? I mean, I guess they're kind of, but they're also spacecraft. It would be, it would be more. No, fitting no, no, to no, be, no, no, no. The, 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 the USS the real... Enterprise is an actual, but that's an actual aircraft carrier. That's a flat yeah. top, the one that exists yeah. now. Oh yeah. Sam's talking about the USS Enterprise as in in space. In space from was Star that the Trek. one that goes back in time to World War Two, and blows up the bridge. And no, not blows up the bridge. Um, they did. We already that. talked about that. They did do that. Yes. Yeah, they blew. That was, that was the Nimitz. That was SS Nimitz. That's right. Wait, hold on. I think we're getting our things confused. They didn't. They do go back to World War II, but I think that they were just like in Brooklyn or something. The, the you talk the Nimitz was like, wasn't that like the final countdown when they when the actual yeah, aircraft yeah, carrier yeah, yeah, yeah. that goes back in time to World War II, and so they're like. Fighting Japanese zeros with F 16s or something. Like, we could end this. Is yeah. It? Yeah. Wow. Have you have you ever seen that, Sam? No. What is it called? It's called The Final Countdown. It has nothing to do with the song. The Final Countdown. But basically this it's this this um it's like in the eighties. It's your typical eighties action flick, but this eighties era air, aircraft carrier actually goes through a wormhole in the middle of the Pacific and winds itself um Wouldn't that take the Pacific with it? Not the whole ocean. No, it's just like a worm. It's like a like a vortex thing. Whatever. It's like a blue dial or blue circle in the movie, right? And it goes through it, and it pops out on the other side. And like they're like, oh, where are we? We don't know. Our instruments are being weird. So they scramble fighters, and all of a sudden, two zeros come flying by and start shooting at them. They're like, what the hell is this? And it's funny. They actually have a hard time shooting them down because they're so slow compared to the fighter, to the jets that they have. And then then the whole rest of the movie is they, they capture these Japanese pilots and they're they're trying to figure out what's happening and then they realize that we could actually stop Pearl Harbor from happening we could launch fighters and end the invasion but then they realize that if they do that that we might not ever get into the war and so the like Germany might win so they have to willingly let the Americans in Hawaii die <laughs> yeah. one of, it, 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 it presents one of those kind of Time travel, yeah, conundrums. conundrum things in a really bad '80s action flick. Huh. Anyway, that would actually be good for this show to do. So it's an aircraft carrier that that goes back in time. Correct. Yes. Okay. It's, that is an actual aircraft carrier that goes back in time. Okay, but not the aircraft carrier like the USS North Carolina. Correct. Okay. No, I, I, I don't no, know. No, Sean. No, I'm just done. <laughs> I'm done with him. I'm not trying. <laughs> my question though okay. in, in in real life you know your flat tops are usually they don't ex- they don't just float around by themselves correct they don't yeah they have all sorts of destroyers and other and things nobody else speaking of this <laughs> movie that we didn't even watch <laughs> so the, the they didn't have the money in the budget to have goes destroyers back in time yeah but then oh, nobody talking about else the final notices. countdown okay <laughs> um let's do that one put I, that on the list if it's streaming, I'll do it. Um, Corny, will you will you get on that? I am. Thank I you, sir. Um, uh, I don't know the answer to that, Chad. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm trying to remember. Again, it's been years since I've seen that. I think maybe they were like on their way somewhere, and they were by themselves. Because, like, that's true. You know, like, and this is a real thing. Like, if the battle group say is over in this, like, the Indian Ocean, doing missions for to support the Middle East, right? 
And then, you know, the, 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 the USS Ronald Reagan needs to come back for refuel and refit and whatever. It'll just go back on its own because it, we're not at war. With a, with Why a, was it just getting old and forgot what it was doing? Stop it. Oh. oh. The U.S. Ronald Reagan is a beautiful ship and it's brand new. But I don't think, it, I don't think they'd the ever do is. that, Sean. Even in peacetime, the, the aircraft carriers are so important yeah, you're probably, to the Navy. You, I, I just don't see them I, letting them out by themselves. I think you're very, very right. I don't know the answer. I mean, yeah. for, for the movie's sake, maybe that's what happens. I don't remember. <laughs> Um, Final countdown is not there, but Supercarrier, the National <laughs> Geographic special, is. Oh, okay. Um, is that what the one where they try to make it out of uh, ice and sawdust? You know, I don't know. Let's what? find out. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Oh, that seems interesting. That was an actual plan in World War II to create an aircraft carrier out of ice and sawdust. It probably didn't work very well. I do it was know like a terrible ja- plan. I do know that Japan <laughs> built four, I think, underwater like sub-aircraft um, carriers. That they surfaced and they launched a couple of fighters that could never come back. Their whole purpose <laughs> was to go drop um, basically Bomb. dirty bombs in San Francisco and along the western seaboard and then crash themselves into something. Um, but they didn't work very well. Anyway. I wonder if it was because they were full of seawater. What? Full I wonder water. if it was because they were full of seawater. What was full of seawater? The planes why would they be full of seawater no they weren't on top of the boat they were inside the ship they were inside (laughs) the boat seriously like they would surface and the nose would open and they would shoot out it's a real thing that is a real thing yeah i haven't seen that one and here's here's a real uh, we'll talk about this off the show no one cares about world war ii history (laughs) (laughs) but but some of the bombs they were creating were actually really clever anyway um who sponsored this history lesson well audible.com did uh, and you can get an That's audio, a free audio book now at audibletrial.com sure. slash cheap seat reviews. Yeah, I'm sure you can. There's all kinds of really great stuff um, about World War II. <sighs> this movie. It's trivia, not about World War II. No, trivia time. Uh, this movie was one of only three films that was released with the theatrical trailer for Star Wars 1 and The Phantom Menace. Many people paid admission to see the trailer and then walked out of the theater. Wow. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Malcolm McDowell was meant to reprise his role as Admiral Admiral Tolwyn from the video game series. However, due to conflicting schedules with the TV series Fantasy Island, he had to decline the role and it went to David Warner, who would be another Star Trek connection or a different Star Trek connection because Malcolm McDowell is also in Star Trek. There is a poster of Sarah Michelle Gellar in Freddie Prince Jr.'s room, <laughs> in his, his bunk room. Uh, That's who that was. A subplot around a traitor was cut from the film. However, toy manufacturer X-Toys made and distributed the Pilgrim Traitor action figure, and it comes with a mask hiding the traitor's face. When the mask is removed, the identity of the traitor is revealed, and it's Admiral Wilson. Who is the the old bald dude that dies? Oh, All right. But this is the best part of best piece of trivia, and I meant to. I thought I did, but I guess I didn't. I wanted to capture the voice of his little AI in the cockpit, Merlin. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to see yeah. if you guys could guess who the voice actor is. Because you guys, I've, know I've already read this. So I've already read it. Oh, right. I, I did not read it. All right, Corny, you can get a guess. All right. Sky's the limit. 
Sorry, read your. Sorry, sorry say the question again. I, I was... Chad, you're the man. The voice of uh, who? Who was the voice of Merlin, the AI for his fighter? Chad said, "The sky's the limit." Sky is the limit. That is hysterical. <laughs> oh my gosh! X I, I, marks I, I, the spot. I really am not. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Hey here. Sam, what do you have for Thanksgiving? Do you have uh, turkey or do you have ham? John Ham, really? No, no it's not no. John Ham. <laughs> Joe uh, Pesci. Uh, close enough. Close. Uh, yeah. It was. Uh, it was Mark Hamill. Boo. <laughs> Sky is the limit. Is the best part of that. Um, that's all the well trivia. Done, Chad. Well done. Yeah, good job. Soundtrack gate grade. I gave this a B P O M, as in best part of the movie. It really was. I actually liked the soundtrack. I thought it was pretty epic and pretty good. Um, like sci-fi epic. I thought it was pretty good. What did it I learn? Moments, but then there were moments of horror, horrendous. Well, stuff. there was moments that I just stopped caring about it. But like, kind of like during the opening scene was pretty good. And some of the fight scenes was pretty good. Like the heroic kind of moment at the end. It kind of like it was like Masters of the Universe, you know, like. There was some moments of actually genuinely pretty good soundtrack and otherwise terrible film. Um, I don't know who did the soundtrack. I should know this. This is my thing. Um, uh, music by, oh, David Arnold. Uh, Isn't he Roseanne's husband? No. <laughs> he has done such things as, um, uh, um, I'll tell you. Once I clicked on the right button, he did the Sherlock series, the BBC Sherlock series. Oh, that's so good! Right? Um, he did. He did London, the Paralympic Games closing ceremony. Okay. Um, closing cr- ceremony. Closing. He did Chronicles oh. of Narnia: The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, which was good. He did. Uh, Hot Fuzz. Ha! <laughs> he did Hot Fuzz. Yay! Casino Royale. Ooh. Uh, Four Brothers, Amazing Grace, The Stepford Rise, Stepford Rise, Die Another Day, Zoolander, The Musketeer, Shaft. He did Shaft, Corny. He did Godzilla. <laughs> so, and Independence Day. He did Independence Day and Stargate. Like okay, that's where I heard. Now some that of you this. now that said Stargate, I totally get it. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and that was right which around is the, is one of my hidden gem soundtracks, by the way. Oh, it's actually a really really good soundtrack. So good. It really is. So he did Godzilla, and then he did Wing Commander. And for what it's worth, apparently he only did the theme. <laughs> so like that great theme from Wing Commander, he wrote. And then the rest of the music, uh, Sam, to your point, was by huh? Kevin Kevin Kiner, who mostly did stuff like The Clone Wars and Star, Star Wars Rebels, like a lot of TV stuff. Um. CSI Miami stuff like that. So anyway, David Arnold's good though. He's good. I like his stuff. Stargate is a generally good soundtrack. The movie's not very great, but the I love Stargate. The movie it's It's one of my one of my faves. It's okay. It has its moments of of whatever. No, sorry. Um, (laughs) my phone lit up and I got distracted. (laughs) Ooh, piece candy. Ooh, piece candy. Shiny. What did we learn? I learned that Battlestar Galactica is way better. That's what I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even have to know, learn that. I just knew that. Even uh, the one produced on sci-fi with a lot less budget. Yeah. 
Yeah. Funny how that sometimes works out, right? Mm-hmm. Like Arrow is better than Agents of Shield that first season, though Shield's got a lot better. Oh my gosh. Top three, we decided to do. Corny, are you good? Okay. We decided to do top three, like, because the, 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 the main vehicle in this movie, and I mean vehicle as in literal uh, vehicle, is those little um, rapiers, which I thought were kind of neat. They had that big chain gun on the front. They were, they were kind of neat looking thing. They kind of looked like A10 um, warthogs, like space A10 warthogs. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we decided to do our top three favorite space fighter vehicles. Um, Corny was having a hard time with this one, so we're going to let Chad go first, and we'll see what happens. Chad always goes first. I was like, Chad always goes first. Well, my, my meaning was I meant to say, like, we're going to let Chad go, and if Corny, if you still need some time, then we'll uh, I, I'll go. Sam yeah. and I'll go, though. All right. So for the first up, I'm going to throw a, a curveball out there All right. and say the alien spacecraft from Flight of the Navigator. Ooh, yeah, I will definitely never heard of it. Slick silver. What? what? You've never heard of Flight of the Navigator? Never. And you were never. an '80s slash early '90s kid. Wow. It was I was a... also an early '80s '90s black kid. <laughs> that will wow. that will kind of change what you watch. I know, but You've I mean, got corny. Time I mean, you, travel. You've you got throw, aliens. You, but you throw that card out, corny. But like, you and I watched the same stuff growing up. The That's only difference is, is that you watched Dukes of Hazard and I watched uh, something not the Dukes of Hazard. I mean, like we Martin. both watched Dragon Ball Z and Spider Man and X Men and no, I love that movie. I, yeah. I watched that all the time. Every time it came on, I think it was Disney. Was what is, what's the name of this movie again? It's called Flight of the Navigator. Pee Wee Herman is the AI of a spaceship. Sarah Jessica Parker. It's her first role ever. She it, the nurse or what yeah, was she? Yeah, she's the well, she's the, yeah the little nurse assistant thing. Hello, it's, nurse. It's super eighties again. Pee Wee yeah. Herman is the ooh, voice of a ooh. computer. We um, all wanted to be shooting fireworks from the roof of our houses. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. We all yeah. wanted that spaceship that looked yes. like like a walnut, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then turned into that sleek Corvette looking oh, thing. Oh my gosh! And and like to Chad's point, when we were making fun of the whole fact that like they had to use a runway to slow down in space. This thing could literally go from zero to a hundred in a second, and then from a hundred in to any zero, direction. In any direction. Yeah. I just want to be a hundred miles from here. Which way? Anywhere. And he goes a hundred miles straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's in the next time he's like, just put me somewhere where they won't find me. So then he puts him at the bottom of the Atlantic. Well, they won't <laughs> find us down here. Well, no, they won't. Uh, it's nice. a cute. It's good a cute choice. Movie. I didn't think of that. It's, although it's not really a fighter per se. I, I is, bet you it has defensive capabilities. I, I, I would think so. I'm yeah. personally allowing it. Okay. Plus, it, when okay. it changes shape, it does look really cool. It re- it really does. Yeah. Okay. Um. And going with the with the same idea of uh, spacecraft, not necessarily a. Well, this this one has been under fire multiple times, um, but uh, you can't go wrong with a. Uh, you know, a crazy man in a small blue box. I'm going with the TARDIS. Is that a fighting vehicle? It is. It has defensive capabilities. Uh, okay. The, does, the does phone it, booth? Does it go in yeah. space? Yes, yeah. it goes in space. I've never seen yeah, Doctor I've Who. I've never seen Doctor Who either. Me, so. Oh, y'all are missing out. I, I am. Tardis, I know that. I want to watch it. I really do. I don't know TARDIS where to start, for, though. Uh, 
Oh, crap. Come on, Doctor Who. Time. Time and relative dimension in space. So it can go any, pretty much anywhere at any time. Right. Uh, I'm currently watching a clip from Flood of the Navigator. What am it, I watching? It's 80s, dude. I mean, it's just 80s Disney gold. I, I feel yep. like I just smoked all the crack. Mm, there have been worse <laughs> movies for that, even for Disney. You feel we like, all wanted to be the Navigator, though, didn't we? No joke, man. Especially oh. when he puts that thing into manual mode. <laughs> Yeah. Guess what, boys? The whole movie's on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. That, that might be something we want to do. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just for the nostalgia <laughs> part. Uh, and now just I'm scared. Fl- I don't want to watch it again and be like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, and just to freak out corny with some of the stuff that happens. Like when <laughs> Pee Wee Herman tries to talk to a cow. Uh, oh, and apparently uh, the final countdown is... Uh, if, if that's on YouTube, I'm all over that. Oh, oh never mind. I'll tell you later. <laughs> All right, and uh, okay. this has been the longest segment ever. Yeah, no. <laughs> still on chat. I love it. Um, and for my top, my top pick, um, I'm gonna have to go with any of the individual fighters from uh, Star Wars, but I'm gonna have to lean especially towards uh, Darth Vader's shuttle fighter because it was just so cool. Just his particular interceptor. Just his interceptor. His right. did look comfortable. <laughs> it looked comfortable. You know, I, I, it looked like it would have black leather and and maybe some cushion to the seat. Maybe a good stereo system in there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He was yeah. in there for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Personally, with the, those chats, since mine's not in that of the Star Wars realm, my favorite fighter is the B wing because it's yeah. so weird and different, and it's it's a tank. That just looks strange and has the most powerful weapons. It, it's my favorite. Yeah. I like the B one of the of the of the individual fighting vehicles. Obviously, the Millennium Falcon <laughs> is the is the coolest of them all. But um, all it is is a saucer. Uh, I don't know why people why everybody's so I love in, the Millennium Falcon enthralled with the Millennium Falcon. It's so just a cool looking ship. because yeah. it just y'all like, knew, you well, do know that there's a school somewhere in Pennsylvania that's um that's designed, that's designed yeah. yeah. Like a Millennium Falcon. Well, there's a there's a company in China that just built their whole building to look like an Enterprise. Oh, nice. Oh, speaking of, the link I just texted everybody, mm-hmm. that is an Alamo Drafthouse movie. We'll put this on Facebook. Movie theater that just opened, I think, in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And it is completely Star Wars. Oh, my gosh. The entire inside looks like a Star Wars set. That's awesome. Corny, yeah. are you good to go? Yeah, let's do this. All right, Corny. Okay. All right. Um... <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So I'm going to go with um, Starscream uh, from <laughs> Transformers because he is capable of space flight. Okay. Sure. And okay. he fights. Yeah. I'm uh, going to allow that. Yeah. I'm yeah. good with that. He's, he's in All space right. and he fights that way. And he can be a vehicle. People can still ride in him. Yeah. That's true. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, Bebop from Cowboy Bebop. Is yeah. my that number is two. a cool ship. That is a ship. And, the ship's name is Bebop. Yep. Yep. And it, it's it's a spaceship and a boat. Oh. Like he usually lands in water. Weird. Yeah. Yes. And uh, my honorable mention, well, honorable mention, the uh, Silver Surfer surfboard. <laughs> okay. Sure. Just because I because I need the comic. 
And uh, uh, my number one, uh, the uh, Wing Gundam from the Gundam series, yeah. Giant Space oh, Fighting okay. Robot. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. One of uh, one of uh, one of mine is from that genre of things. Interesting, Sam. Uh, I, we have not had a repeat yet, and I'll con- hopefully continue the trend because none of you had mine. Uh, my uh, my honorable mention, and you have to tell me if this will work, is the uh, the Jets slash Hilo in Oblivion that Tom Cruise's drives. Well, does that ever get into space? I could not remember. Doesn't he take that into space to drop I, off uh, the bomb? I thought he did. I could not remember, but that is he, one I think awesome vehicle. Yeah, I'm good with that. Chad, okay. have you seen Oblivion? I have not. It's you gotta watch it. That's yeah. a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I'll allow that because I've seen okay. the movie, and I'm pretty sure he takes that into space. It basically, Chad, imagine a mash helicopter, but but. Uh, a space, modern. modern space with weapons. Okay, it's, cool. That's it kind really of what it looks cool. like. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, number three spot. I've got the Bubble Fighter from Lost in Space. I don't know. You remember, deep, reach deep into your memories. The Matt, Le, not Matt LeBlanc, what's his name? The guy from Friends. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc, he he is the pilot of one of those Bubble Fighters at the beginning of the movie. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. are actually kind of cool. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they kind of look like B wings, actually. Exactly, exactly. I stayed away from Star Wars only because that would be the easy, easy out. Right, right. So low hanging to... fruit. Yeah. yeah, my number two is Serenity. She she doesn't have weapons. She does in one episode. Remember they they put on the <laughs> that's, uh... that's the movie, and yeah. they they strap a cannon to her top and then take yeah. it off. Yeah. Uh, no, wait a minute. I, she she's a, she's a cruise ship. I thought that wasn't allowed. Yeah, she's also a cruise. Okay, ship. Yeah, she's not. Well, a but there's only one. There's only one driver. There's only one pilot, but you could use yeah. two pilots. But it's still a cruise ship. That's like this. It's still saying like we, none of us would have picked the Millennium Falcon for the same reason. It's not a one man fighter. Okay, my number one um, is the Alyssa Milano from Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Like, yeah, the, the one where if you put a black light in it, it looked like a Jackson, Jackson Pollock, Pollock painting. Yeah. Yeah. Though he, of course, left Earth way too long to, young to know who Jackson Pollock is. But it's still a funny line. Yes. Okay. Uh, number three. How about you there, Sean? Uh, Sam, you wouldn't know what this is, but Chad and Corny definitely will. The Robotech Fighters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, Sam, this is a fighter that looks like an F-14 Tomcat that can transform into a standing vertical robot. And fight that way. Robo- yes. Robotech is a cool series. Kind of like Starscream? Uh, yeah, but with a pilot. Okay. Um, instead of a, being a Transformer, but it's a pilot. Um, I'm pilot. I'm, I'm fly. fly. I'm pilot. <laughs> I had to do a Viper from Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Uh, those things are really cool and awesome. And basically, they look just... these these. This movie basically stole their design because they look very Completely. similar. Um, my honorable mention is... I don't know the name of it. But the spaceship that Star Fox flies. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. And my number one, which I'm actually super surprised <laughs> that Corny or Chad didn't pick this, the Gunstar from The Last Starfighter. Oh, crickets. What is happening? Yeah. None of y'all? No? Uh-huh. I don't remember it. 
I it's been so it. long since I've seen that. I movie. own that on Blu-ray. Yeah. You would. I shoot you, I would. That movie is flipping <laughs> awesome. It is super 80s. It was the first movie to use a majority amount of CGI. Like, the gun star is flipping awesome. But anyway, that's it. Because uh, it has Death Blossom, which is great. Um, I'm checking as right now. We didn't have any email earlier today. So I will check real quick. Um, this break brought to you by... Uh, I'm actually surprised that none of no one uh, no one mentioned Donald Trump's hair. It's <laughs> a fly. It's a fighting vehicle. Um, nope, no, no, uh, no I'll email. Well, we did get an email from uh, Libsyn uh, thanking us for participating in their competition contest. We uh, entered in a little contest, our podcast, to uh, win a free year of hosting. So we'll see what happens. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. That way, we wouldn't have to bug you all for. Uh, we wouldn't have to do um, advertisements. Is, or terrible uh, things. Is, is We've done things. Out of We've ten. Terrible things. What? No, we haven't. Have we? Out of ten. We watched Rubber, didn't we? We did watch Rubber. Chad. Oh. And we did Rubber because someone told us to. Yes. Would you jump off a bridge if someone told you? If it yes. Was for this podcast, yes. If it meant <laughs> someone would download it and listen to it, yeah. <laughs> it's as long as it's not a very high bridge. <laughs> Like 15 feet is pretty much my max. And I don't know. That's gonna, pretty far. Into water. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to give this one three Gatling guns in space. All right. Like, were they actually shells? Like, was I it like, was it like a, a, like. It sounded like they would be shells. Right. So, like, shouldn't there, we, shouldn't there have been. Like you, now we're getting into now we've got explosions in space, right? Yeah. Well, they had explosions anyway. You saw how those ships blew up. Yeah, well, you're right. How yeah. could there be explosions? There's no oxygen in space. I know. Like you couldn't fire. Like they even did that in in Serenity or in the an episode of Firefly, when he's like, "You gotta have oxygen for the gun to shoot," and so they put Vera, which is Jane's favorite gun, in a suit, suit. and he fired space it through suit. the um. The, the the shield the 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 glass Face of the mask. helmet yeah so it would fire uh, but then they kind of broke the rule in the movie <laughs> when they fired that big cannon um, <laughs> but that's okay that maybe it was awesome. a different ignition system in there maybe uh, it was an acid uh, ignition or something oh, okay sure I'm I'm good with that it was an electronic firing mechanism I'm good with yeah. that it was analog it was analog <laughs> <laughs> nuclear <laughs> power thank you Corny for always bringing that back You're welcome Corny Yes. Zoinks, man. I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> no, right. Uh, Sam. I think I'm going to give this thing two GOP fascists out of ten. G- GOP fascists? Yeah. Okay. That's it. it was horrible. This movie was horrible. Who are the GOP fascists in this movie? There's a bunch of them. Oh. Donald Trump. <laughs> was he? Um, was he in this movie? I don't know. I thought I saw his hair fly by at some point. Okay. Did you guys also notice, speaking of like the fighters, did you know at the beginning of the movie that the, the fighters, when they were doing maneuvers, sounded like they were kind of noises, you know what I'm saying? Like like whenever a fighter like 
goes towards Earth really fast and he gets that high pitched noise. Did you guys hear that? I, I wanted oh, to, yeah. I wanted to capture that thinking. What is what is no, like did they just put noisemakers on the planes just so that people anyway. Um what am I gonna give this? Um I wanna give it like a little little bit of love just because of the nostalgia kind of aspect of it, but it was really bad, so I'm just gonna give it a three. Yeah. This was bad yeah. movie. Yeah. It just was not I mean like we've watched bad movies and had a good time watching bad movies, and I think I had an okay time with it, but I, and I love this genre of film. Like they took all of the things that I personally like. Like they have space, you got space fighters. They did the submarine stuff, which I love submarine and like naval warfare. They just did it in a really bad way. Yeah, they half-assed it. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> and and I don't know if this had any effect. I mentioned it early in the episode, but this came out three weeks before the Matrix. So yep. like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, could you imagine like this movie comes out and they're like, hey, we're getting some traction. And then the Matrix comes out and the U.S. was like, holy shit, what are we watching? This is amazing. Yep. Keanu Reeves can actually act a little bit, you know. Oh, and yep. the special effects are cool, too. Um, see what I did there? Okay. Um, <laughs> that's it. We are doing next, yep. next week. Um, I did not. Next? Pick, next? What is next? I did not pick this one. I don't think I picked this one. Unless I did. Somebody told me to do this one. Um, it's the. It's a. Um, <laughs> what is it? It's a is Nicholas. It like a dance competition? No, it's a Nicholas. I'm going to steal the independent. Or the, the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, it's a Nicholas Cage uh, joint where he has the ability to see into the future like 30 seconds. And okay. so. Interesting. Um, I've actually seen this one before. Twice. Yeah, I have two. I might own it on DVD. I can't remember. I'm ashamed of myself. I kind of am too. <laughs> anyway, this was in that period <laughs> where Ni- when Nicolas Cage was just doing whatever he could because he had just declared bankruptcy, I think. I don't know. Anyway, mm. next is coming next week. Um, that's it. Are we, have, we, uh, have you guys been wa- watched anything good recently? I saw the Hunger Games. Uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. I'm enjoying watching uh, not Judge Judy. Jessica Jones. Dude, Jessica <laughs> Jones. Holy shnikes. Yeah. I'm yes, on sir. I'm in episode ten. Oh, dude, see, I'm only on like three. Dude, shit gets real in episode ten. <laughs> Sweet. I, I can't wait. Uh this movie. No, is don't you ruin show. this for me. I'm not gonna ruin anything. This this is a gritty like this is like really great Marvel. You know, <laughs> I love this stuff. It actually kind of makes me want to go back and watch Daredevil again. Yeah, because Daredevil, I loved Daredevil, and I, I really did. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna do it. Um, thank you for listening, uh, you listeners out there. We really appreciate it. You may leave us a review on iTunes and Stitcher, and soon Google Play, which is cool. What? Uh, <laughs> visit our website, <laughs> cheapseatreviews.com, where soon I think we're gonna have something kind of fun for our hundredth episode. We're gonna do something special. I hope. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. You may follow me at Sean J. Allred at Sunishi16 <laughs> yet. Maybe, Sam? Close. Okay. Yeah. At Johnny Darko 16 <laughs> at Maestro <laughs> underscore Evans for Chad, who doesn't check it. Please send us your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. Um, that's going to do it. Again, thank you guys for listening. And uh, yeah. So, on behalf of Chad, Corny, Sam, this is Sean saying 
Uh, good night, you filthy pilgrims.